A good weekend. Um, we are on the bottom of Lamed Amud base, just as the Gemara is beginning over there. Um, we just talked about a case in the uh, in the Mishnah um, of the following case, right? So we have just to pull this up here. Okay, we had the following case right here, right? We had um, situation of Reuven and Shimon, who are two brothers, and Reuven's married to Rachel, Shimon's married to Rivka, who is not Rachel's sister, and he's Suffolk, Suffolk either Suffolk married to Leah also, who is Rachel's sister, or Suffolk divorced from Leah, who is Rachel's sister. Um, point being, because of the Suffolk Kedushin or Suffolk Gershin, if Shimon is Taka married to Leah, so then what happens? That means that Rivka now, if Shimon, sorry, then Shimon dies. So when Shimon dies, Rivka is Suffolk uh, Tsaros Erva to Ruvain, right? She's a Suffolk um, Tsaros Achos Ishta. So um, the question becomes, what happens in such a scenario? And basically the answer was, all of these cases of Sveikos, Suffolk Girish and Suffolk Kiddushin. So what, what would happen is, if that's the situation that Leia's relation to Shimon is, is besuffic, so then Rivka is Choletzis for Lomi Sebemis, which makes sense, right? She can't do Yibam because maybe Leia, uh, maybe Leia's married, was married to Shimon, in which case Rivka is a Tzaras Erva, uh, but she also has to get a, get a Chalitza because maybe Leia wasn't married to Shimon, in which case she is required to do Yibam or Chalitza, right? That was the case, that was the case of the Mishnah. So the, 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 when the Mishnah was, re, was referencing or explaining the cases, um, Suffolk Kiddushin and Suffolk Gerishin, so it was very specific about the cases that it gave, right? Because the, the Mishnah asked, what is Suffolk Kiddushin, what is Suffolk Gerishin? So Suffolk Kiddushin, the case was Zarek La Kiddushin, Suffolk Karavlo, Suffolk Karavlo, right? That he threw the ring or whatever, right? Very, you know, and, and it's not clear, did it land closer to her or closer to him? If it landed closer to her, she would be Kona, she would make a Kenyan, in which case she would be, she would be married to him. Um, um, but that's not the case they gave by, by Gerishin. By Gerishin, the case was a case, uh, and that's by the way the case in, in Gittin very often. We talk about Suffolk Karvlo, Suffolk Karvla by the get. He takes the get and he throws it to her, and it, you know, we don't know where it landed. Was it closer to her, and she's Kona the get, and she's divorced or not, in which case she's not divorced at all. So instead, the, the Mishnah gave examples of all. All cases where you have a you have a get as being given, there's just something problematic about the get. Okay, uh, what the, and what the mission is going to the gemara is going to get. I want to ask the question about why the gemara why the mission chooses the examples that it chose. Uh, the assumption is as follows: that in the case of suffik karav law suffik karav law, it it's either they're fully married or they're totally not married. Right? If it's karav law, then they're not married at all. Because he hasn't done anything, right? Or, sorry, if it's the case of Kedushin and he throws it Suffolk and it's carved to him, right? Until he threw the, threw the money at her, they weren't married at all, right? In which case, if it maybe was closer to him, then they would not be married at all, zero. Um, which would be the same thing by Gerishin. If you throw a get to her, right? So if it was close to her, they're totally divorced. If it's not close to her and it's close to him, then they're not divorced at all and they're totally married. As opposed to the scenario of the type of get, where Rashi points out, um, right, we're going to see in a second, that the cases of Rashi are all cases, they're not really suffix, right, um, per se, 
because it's for sure a get, but it's just not a good get. It's not a get mina muvchar, right? Which in those cases, it's really a situation where she's really very, very likely she's divorced, okay? And then we act accordingly because we assume it's pretty likely that she's actually divorced. So we're going to have to see the... The, so, so the bottom line being at, at this point, and we're going to see it in a second, is that the Suffolk Karavlo, Suffolk Karavlo is a real deal Suffolk. I really don't know if she's really married or not really married or really divorced or not really divorced. But, and, and, and the Mishnah only uses this example for the case of Kiddushin, right? They really maybe are not married at all or really they're really fully married. As opposed to the case of Gerishin, where the examples are examples where for sure he gave a get. And the only concern is, well, it's not such a good get. It's not the best. But everyone agrees that there's some level of, you know, uh, you know, um, of d- divorce proceedings that's already taken place because he gave that get. So well, let's see now. That, let's see. That's just kind of an introduction to the Gemara. So the Gemara says as follows: If right? When it comes to the case of gerishin of of divorce, right? Meaning that the assumption is that Leia, and this is it's always about Leia and Shimon, right? We're always concerned about the status of Rivka, but the status of Rivka is dependent on the relationship between Shimon and Leah. Right? That's where our case always is. So when it comes to Gerishin, right, they never gave the example of, well, Shimon threw it, Safi Karavla, Safi Karavla. We didn't give that example. My time, why not? So Amarabah, and, and, and um, yeah, look at Rashi for a second. Yilu Gerishin, Safi Karavla, Safi Karavla, Lokatani. And says Rashi right there, it's like four or five lines into the very wide lines. Um, the last word on the line is Dahasam. Dahasam afilu chalitza nami lobay tsarasa. Right? Because in that, in that case, what would happen? Um, right? If she was really divorced, you wouldn't even, right? You wouldn't even require the tsara to even get a get at all. Right? Maybe you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have a, you let her totally off the hook. Um, because we don't even know. Maybe she's not divorced. Maybe, because maybe, again, because maybe Leah and Shimon are really totally married still. Okay? Um, right, because the, the, right, the one extra point I think it's important to, 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 to raise is as follows. Why didn't the Gemara and the Mishnah use that example? Why didn't the mission use that example? So the, what, the, what the Gemara is getting at is that the implication is as follows. Because the mission doesn't say by Gerishin, Safe Karav Law, Safe Karav Law, then Chalet is Philomis the implication is that if he would have done that, but right, if he would have thrown the get, and it would have been, right, Suffolk, whether it's close to her or not, we would have said, we, we, assume, we assume that they're divorced and, and Rifka doesn't have to uh, even get a Chalitza. Like that's the implication. That, that, that would have happened. We wouldn't say, Cholet says, Velo Misa Ben. Mr. Arshu actually says it, very, says it out very well. Um, right, right, in the case of questionable divorce, the mission did not teach an example of a get that was thrown and fell in an area which was questionable, right, whether it's close to him or her. This implies that we would not consider such a case a questionable divorce, but rather would disregard the divorce completely. Right? We would have the, disregarded it totally, Right? And therefore, sorry, and the implication therefore would be that Leah would be totally married to Shimon. It would be, it, he throws that get and we don't know where it went. So we say, ah, oh, it's, it's basically considered like not a divorce at all. Right? In which case, Leah is married to Shimon and Rivka cannot do Yibam with Reuven. 
Okay? Meaning the fact that the mission didn't give that as an example of Cholesis, means that would be an example that would have been disregarded when it comes to Gerushin. You threw a get, you don't know where it landed, ugh, it's as if you did nothing. But when it came to Kiddushin, we said, if Shimon had thrown the money, or thrown a, a ring, or a star Kiddushin, to Leah, and it's Safi Karvlo, Safi Karvlo, what do we say? We say in that scenario, ooh, Shimon and Leah, maybe they're really married. Right? Maybe they're really married. And if they're really married, what do we say? So Rivka, Rivka Taka may have to, right, no longer be able to do Yibam, right? Choletzis, Velomis, Abemis, we have to take that into account and it impacts Rivka. So the question is, what, what's the difference? Why is it when it comes to, to, to Gerishin, to giving a get, we say, ah, throwing it halfway maybe is like a nothing, right? And which impacts Rivka. But when it comes to, but when it comes to Kiddushin, we say, no, 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 we really take that damn cut. It's very serious. Maybe they're, maybe they're married. What, what, what's the difference in the two cases? Does that make, does that make sense? That's the Gemara's question now. Okay? So, um, fine. So, so now the Gemara comes to give an answer. So answer the Gemara to tell us, I'm a rabbi, Ishezu becheskas heter l'shuk omedes. Umisofek atabala osra alte asarna misofek. So Rabbi says like this, this woman, right, Rivka, okay, in the case of the, the Suffolk Gerishin scenario, right, this, the case of the Suffolk, the Suffolk um, Gerishin, which we're going to, again, not count. And they say Suffolk Karavlo, Suffolk Karavlo, maybe close to her, maybe close to her. We're going to disregard it and say that, she's, that the woman is not divorced um, at all, right? So what happens? Rivka, right? Assuming that if Shimon's throwing a get at Leah, what does that mean? It means Shimon, Shimon and Leah are already married, right? Shimon and Leah are married. If Shimon and Leah are married and, we have a, and then he throws the get at her, what's Rivka's status before Shimon throws the get? When, and then, and then again, and then, and then afterwards Shimon dies. What's going to be her status? Rivka's status is she's mutter marry anybody she wants. Why? Because she's a tsarist erva talaya, right? Because she's a tsarist erva talaya. When Shimon dies, what's going to happen? She'll be free to go, right? She'll be free to go because we assume that Shimon and Leah already, they've already been married and they've already been married. So the chazaka, what we have in our place is that Rivka's usher to Ruvain and she can go free. If Shimon would die, she would go free. Now you're saying, well, wait a second. Shimon threw a get, suffix karavlo, suffix karavlo Leah. So the Gemara says, yeah. So in that scenario, what are you going to say? Rivka, her, and we always have a rule. If you have a chazaka, you stay where you are. Your chazaka keeps you where you are, unless you tell me, unless you can prove me otherwise. I stay where, you remain where you were originally, right? So the point is, the Gemara is saying, before Shimon threw that get, Rivka was, she can go marry anybody she wants, right? And what happens? Shimon throws a get. And now it's a suffix, karavlo, suffix, karavlo. We don't know. Are they divorced or not? So me suffix, you're going to now forbid, forbid her to the whole world, right? Because of this suffix? Nah. We're not going to, alti asana me suffix. You're not going to make her forbidden because of a suffix. Okay. So amle abaye, ihachi, bikidushin nami. Neima ishe zube cheskas hetel yabam, omedes, umi suffix atabala osra, alti asana me suffix. Rabbi says, what do you. You, what do you think? You say the same exact thing. Take it to the other scenario. The other scenario is Shimon and Leah are not married at all. Right? Shimon and Leah have, this is the opposite case. Right? The case of Kiddushin is Shimon and Leah are not married. So if Shimon and Leah are not married, what's the assumption? If Shimon would die, where would Rivka go? She'd be 100% permissible to be even with Ruvain. Right? 
what happens now that Shimon throws a ring at Leah, right? And we don't know where it landed. You're going to tell me, oh, sorry. And then Shimon dies. Oops, sorry, because of the suffix. Now, Rivka, you're forbidden to Reuven. All you can, all you can do is get a, get, a, get a chalitza from him, but you can't do yibum with him. Sorry, you're, you're out of here because of suffix. So, so basically, Abayah's response to, to Rav is, why is this any different? In this case also, she was permissible to Reuven, and that was her chazaka, and now because of the suffix kiddushin, you're making her forbidden to Reuven. That, I can say the same exact svara. I'll tell you, I'll tell Don't make her forbidden because of a suffix. That's not fair. Because Gemar is saying, why is the fact that she's a chazaka hetel meaning she has a chazaka to be, for, to be permitted to everyone else, why is that any better than her chazaka being permitted to her brother-in-law, which is also helpful for her. They're, they're, both, they're both positive in their own direction. Either way, you're forbidding the woman misafik because of these cases. So what's the difference? Again, we're still stuck. What's the difference between, uh, between a, uh, the case where he throws the get and the case where he throws the ring? Okay, so the answer is the Gemara, hasam l'chumrah. No. Yeah, but in that case, we're talking, we're talking l'chumrah. Okay, what does that mean? Hasam l'chumrah, right? Meaning in the case of the Safi Kiddushin, what are we saying? The woman is forbidden to the, to the Yavam as a Chumrah. Meaning she really is, is technically permissible to him, but you're right, and Mikra Adin, she really could still marry him. Now, everything we've been saying until now that the Safi Karavlar, Safi Karavlar really is a nothing. We really wouldn't consider it significant, but... We want to be machmir to assume that she shouldn't go ahead uh, and marry him because, you know, because we're masupa, because if she's really not allowed, then that's an Isra Arayos. So we're really careful that way. Okay. So the Gemara says, that that's fine. You're going to tell me that really the halacha is the same in both cases, but by the case of Safi Kiddushin, you want to be careful. Okay. Right, but this, this khumra can really lead to a khumra. It can lead to a kula, right? This is always true. Anytime you're machmir, you can always find yourself... Uh, you know, sabotaging yourself later on. Why? Why is the chumrah that's asli dekula? Why? Zimnin the who umekadish la lachosa. So we have to make sure we know who's who's who in this in this back and forth here. Okay. So Rashi explains to us, right? Zimnin the who. Look at Rashi. Rashi starts uparchina. Uh, one, two, three, four, five lines in the bottom. Rashi in the middle of the line there says uparchina ha chumrah da asli dekula. What's what's how's the chumrah that's gonna come to a kula? The Azul Hai Mekadesh Besafik, the man who had, again, Shimon, who had been Mekadesh Leia Besafik, what's he going to do? He's going to marry Leia's sister, okay, not Rachel, some other sister. And he's going to marry some other woman who's Leia's sister, and he'll be Mekadesh her with the Kiddushin Vadai, okay? Maybe he's going to go, okay, and he's going to marry some other woman, okay, who, is, uh, who he's really married to. Okay, so what? An inami, just continuing the Gemara in the in Rashi. Inami asi inishachrina umekadishla lahach mikudeshes pikidushes sefik. Or maybe some some other man is gonna go and marry Leah, right? Not Shimon, but either Shimon will marry Leah's sister somewhere else, you know, kiddushin vadai, or 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 someone else can come and do a kiddushin with Leah. Let's just say that. Let's just say that would happen. Okay, not that they should or they shouldn't. Let's just say they did it. Okay, they go ahead and, and, and he's Makadish her with the Kiddushin with the, with the Vada. What's going to happen? Um, sorry, Inami Asi Init Rashes Asi Inish Achrina Makadish La Lahach Mikudesh is Bikudesh Shavak Kiddushin Vadai, Bichai Baila. Shimon's still alive. She's in some, someone else is going to swoop in and, and do Kiddushin with her. And what's going to happen? Um, the Gemara continues, Vikavan the Asra Lamar Litzara, 
Liyavumei Amre the Kama Kiddushin with the Basra Lav Kiddushin. Well, what what happened? You were Machmir, right? Says the Gemara. The Gemara said you said that Rivka can't marry Ruve now, right? Because of the Kiddushin of Shimon and Leah, which you're considering to be Machmir, considering a Kiddushin. But what if their Kiddushin wasn't real, right? What if their Kiddushin wasn't real, and someone else came in and did a Kiddushin with her, and that Kiddushin was real. What would be the halacha? The halacha would be that Leah is really Mikudesh to this other guy, right? And she's not really Mikudesh to Shimon. And what, but what did you say? You said about Rivka, she can't marry Reuven. Why not? Because of her relationship with Shimon. Okay, so what, is that, what are people going to say? People are going to assume that Leah's Kiddushin to Shimon was real. After all, you're not allowing Rivka to do, uh, do Yibam because of it. So it must be Leah's relationship with Shimon is real. Her relationship with uh, some other guy, you know, uh, Shmerel is fake. That never, that never was Chal, it never was a real Kiddushin. When in reality, what happened? When in reality, Leah is really married to the other guy and she's not married to this first man. Right? And, and, and what's going to end up happening is they're going to make a mistake and think her first Kiddushin was real when really her second Kiddushin is the real Kiddushin. Meaning the, the bottom line is that once you start pretending in a certain sense or assuming or being machmir that Rivka's, you know, all Rivka's status depends on Leah and you're being machmir because there's an, the Chumrah makes a presumption that Leah was really married to Shimon when in fact she never really was. And in fact, what's going to happen if that happens, then she was married to somebody else and we basically, people are going to assume that that condition was a nothing when really she needs to get from that guy and she'll never get it, right? Um, so it's going, to, it's going to cause all kinds of mistakes when you make these, you, you tell us to be machmir, well, you end up being mekel, on, you're being machmir on Rivka's status, you end up being mekel on Leia's status. And people are going to assume things about her that are not correct, either assuming that she is married or she isn't married, and then if she needs to get divorced, she won't get a get, etc. The chumrah is the asi de kula. Yeah, Michael, you have a question? I was going to say, isn't the burden of proof on Leia? I mean, if ultimately we're looking to connect Rivka to somebody because she's going to need to have even done for her. So not to discount the status of Leah as far as the suffix, but ultimately whether that second marriage that she has trumps the marriage that she might have with Shimon, that's on Leah. Is it? More so than a, is it on Rivka? Well, it's not really on either of them per se. The point is that we just don't want people to start making these mistakes. Once you start, you know, labeling people as something, there's a, there's, there become certain assumptions. It's like, like, uh, our, whole, our, whole, right, our whole conversation for the last 30 weeks right, has been that this person's relationship depends on that person's relationship, right? So once you take a relationship that's specific and you start labeling it one way or the other, you run the risk and then you act a certain way about this woman, you run the risk of, of, of jeopardizing this woman's relation, uh, you know, actual status. Because people will make assumptions and people will do things that they, they're not supposed to do, but they won't know. Because they'll say, oh, well, if, if at the end of the day, she was forbidden, it must be this relationship was real. Right? When really this is the, the, not a real relationship and her other relationship, which is really real, is going to be treated like it's, like it's not real. And again, it, it can come to situations of, of uh, now Shimon's died, right? She lays free to go. And she's really not free to go. She needs to get from this other, other third person and we forgot about him until now. Right? So the point just is, the most point is a very important one in that anytime you're being machim, it's a chumr that's asadi de kula. You can have a chumr which leads you in, puts you in a disastrous place in a certain sense. Okay. So the Gemara, but the Gemara responds. The Gemara responds now, antalam and alaf and alaf. Kevin the matzricht chalitza Whoa, 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 whoa. People are start saying about Leah that she's really married to Shimon when she wasn't really married to Shimon. 
What are you talking about? We're not telling Rivka she can do that, that, uh, that uh, she's free to go, right? If, again, if Leah's really married to Shimon, then Rivka's off the hook with everything, right? Anyone who really knows the halacha will know that's not the case for Rivka. So what are we requiring? We're making Reuven go ahead with a chalitza, right? If Reuven has to go and do a chalitza with Rivka, what do I know? What, any person who knows something about these halachas will know that if Reuven is being requ- not doing Yibam, but he's requiring chalitza, what does that mean? That means that there isn't a relationship between Leah and Rivka, which means that maybe Leah is really not married to Shimon. Right? If Leah was 1,000% married to Shimon, Rivka would never be having a chalitza done. Right? She's, she's, she's Saras she's Achazisha. So Gemara says the fact that we require, anyone who's watching the case and sees that Rivka has to do a chalitza, right? forget the fact that chalitza is very unusual and it, doesn't have, it happens very rarely, etc. But the bottom line is the fact that it's going to be done will sound the alarm bells that this marriage is not really, not a really a real marriage. So we don't have to worry about that, says Gumar. Okay? So Gumar says, fine. Okay. Ihachi gerishinami. Right? So if this is all true, meaning, again, you basically proved to us at this point that, that by doing suffix carb law, suffix carb law, allowing that to be a case of kedushin that you actually, you know, uh, care about, and that, again, really it's just a chumrah. Right? Really it's just a chumrah. Um, but our whole original question was, why was it in the case of Safek Karvlo, Karvlo, Safek Karvlo, by Kiddushin, that was one of the cases of the Mishnah, that's a Safek Kiddushin, and therefore Cholet says, Velomi Sabemis, and oh, wait a second, but that's really not a Kiddushin at all, why are you doing that? What kind of being Machmir? Just to be careful, oh, you're being Machmir, it's going to make, make confusion. No, it won't make confusion. Why? Because we'll do a Chalitza. The fact that she's Cholet says, Velomi Sabemis, means we won't be concerned. So you have a Chumrah, and it's not a Chumrah, that's Asli Dekula. Okay, so then we're sort of back to our original question, which is, so why, by Kiddushin, are you, are you machmir on the case of Savik Karvlo, Savik Karvlo, and it's not going to lead to t- disaster? Do the same thing by Gershin. And when he throws a get, Savik Karvlo, Savik Karvlo, right? Again, they were married, and now she's a Suffolk, where she, whether she's married or not, say the same thing. That, that again, um, from, a, from a Chumrah perspective, we'll say Rivka's Cholet is Falomis Yabemis, because of the Suffolk Gershin. Maybe they're married, maybe they're not. Why don't you say that in, this case, in the case of Gerishin also? Right? That's going to be the Gemara's next questions, right? Yihachi, Gerishin Nami. Right? Gerishin Nami lisnei, velitzrecha chalitza, umede yade de chumra ba'amahu. Same thing. So we should do the same exact thing by Gerishin. And again, remember, the Mishnah is not doing the same thing by Gerishin because the Mishnah did not list Suffolk Karavlo, Suffolk Karavlo as one of the options of a Suffolk Gerishin in this case. Okay? So answer the Gemara, im ata omer cholatzes misyabemes. Right, because it, so what, I'll tell you why we're not doing that. Because you have another concern when it comes to the case of Gerish, uh, when you have these cases of, of, of Chumrus, right? What's going to happen? We said, by saying Choletzes, what does that mean? It tells me that Leah and Shimon are not really married. Right, the fact that, because if Leah and Shimon are really married, what's that, what is that going to mean for me? Leah and Shimon are married, that means Rivka is Tsaras Erba, she's off the hook. She goes, when Shimon dies, she goes free, right? So, so we said, but how am I going to, you know, people are going to be concerned that they think this is a real marriage when it's not. We said, no problem. The fact that Rivka is doing a chalitza shows you that they're not really married. Great. There's only one problem. When you do a chalitza, now me suffix, what are people going to say? Oh, if you're letting her do a chalitza, maybe she can do yibam. Right? If the dini is she does chalitza, oh, doing chalitza. Must be, there's a, there's a connection here. Right? Must be Leah and Shimon really are married. <laughs> Whatever. Right? And now they're going to say, once you allow chalitza, misabemis. Right? I mean, not that you should, but people will say, Right? Yeah, ta'om ima ta'om So I so that's why we're concerned 
not to be, again, machmir and require a chalitza. Gemara says, but wait a second. Hachanami, imata omer chalitza, but then that's the same thing by the case of Kiddushin. You just said you're digging a chumrah, right? Oh, but they're doing chalitza, so I'm not nervous they're going to make a mistake. Now you have it. So here also, if I do chalitza, I'm gonna, people might make a mistake and say, you can do yibum. So the Gemara says, yeah, but, that, but the case of Kiddushin, I'm not bothered. In the case of Kiddushin, v'tisyabim ve'en b'kach klum, achazaka ka'kaima. So the Gemara says, yeah, but when it comes to Kiddushin, what happens? Okay, so ready? Here's the case. Shimon, we're going to conclude with this. Shimon is suffix, layer suffix mikudeshes to Shimon. Right? She's suffix mikudeshes to Shimon. Suffix karavlo, suffix karavlo. We don't know if they're married or not. Okay, so what do we say? Maybe Leah is really married to Shimon. And if Leah is really married to Shimon, then Rivka cannot do yibum, right? And she has to do a chalitza misafik, right? What would happen if instead Rivka did a yibum with Reuven? Well, what was her original chazaka? The original chazaka was what? That she was, right? That Shimon and Leah were not married. Shimon and Leah were not married. Right, because it's just, the whole condition is a suffix in the first place. Shimon and Leah were not married. That was the chazaka. If Shimon and Leah are not married, what's Rivka's status to Reuven? She can do yibum with him. Right. So what do we say? We said, oh, as a chumrah, we say we should be choshesh that maybe they're married. Shimon and Leah. If they're really married, then Rivka really shouldn't do yibum with Reuven. In which case, she should do chalitza not yibum. So we said, whoa, but wait a second. If you do that, if chalitzes if you tell her to do chalitza, she might make a mistake and do yibum. Mara says, okay. If that's what would happen, right, the whole reason why we're requiring the chalitza is a chumrah in the first place. It's a chumrah to say, well, maybe Shimon, we don't really think Shimon are married. Safik Karvla, Safik Karvla doesn't really bother us. We don't really think that they're married. But to be machmir, tell her not to do yibum and send do chalitza. Oh, but if you do chalitza, she might come to do yibum. The answer is, okay, that's our original scenario. That's what we think Maker didn't, she's really allowed to do. She can be ukila v'chaskasa. She can stay in her chazaka, and she taka can do a yibum. So if 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 the chumra in this case, just in the kiddushin case, if the chumra of cholatzes leads to a scenario where she does yibum, we're not really worried about that because we meikar didn't believe that the yibum is permissible in this case, right? Which would not be true in the in the, in the gerishin case because in the case of gerishin, what's the chazaka? The chazaka is Shimon and Leah were married. The chazaka is Shimon and Leah were married. That means that Rivka was forbidden to ruvein. Right? So in that case, if you do a, uh, you know, a chalitza and people might make the mistake and think she can leave them, that would talk and make us nervous. And that's the, that, in the end of the day, becomes the distinction between Gerishin and Kiddushin. The reason by the case of Kiddushin, we said, go ahead and be machmir. I don't care that the chumrah will lead maybe to the kula of people doing, uh, uh, they won't lead to them thinking that they're married. Why? Because then she's, she's going to do a chalitza. Uh, and what about the fact that the chalitza will lead to people thinking she can do yibam? That's fine, because I think, bottom line, fundamentally, the yibum is permissible. And that's why the case of Kiddushin, they're willing to say that suffix karavlo is suffix karavlo, which is much less of a suffix. They're still willing to be a little bit machmir and say, uh, but by the case of Gerishin, um, they don't want to say that in such a case, because that could lead to a situation where if we make her do chalitza, she might end up, people might actually end up doing, doing yibums. That, that, that's the distinction why the mission makes a distinction in two cases. Um, between Kiddushin and Gershon. So we'll stop here and we'll pick up tomorrow with uh, with Ace Bay.